Welcome back to a bonus episode of the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. We are recording this because we are running behind our normal programming. We have not been able to get together and record whatever movie Yorton chose last time. I forgot what it was, but uh, we'll get to that soon. So we're just going to fill some time here. We're going to talk about um, IP and franchises that we want to see made into either TV shows or movies, maybe even rebooted. Like, what IP franchises are you excited and anxious to see? You know, like, in front of you on the big screen TV, whether it's at home or in the theater. Um, we each chose three. I'm here with Yorton, by the way. He's the only one with me today. We're a busy group. Um, Yorton, what's up? Hey, how's everybody doing? This is probably going to be just a fun talk about some interesting topics that we'd like to see. Yeah, I'm worried yours is going to be nerdier than mine. And I thought mine was going to be nerdy. And yours is going to be really nerdy. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to be. Uh, I'm not going to admit it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, okay. Let me go first. I'll I'll start off first. We each chose three. Yep, I got three. and, And we might expand if we get inspired during the podcast all right all right you ready for this i think you're on board for this jordan i really do all right get shoot i want a tv series taken as seriously as game of thrones or rings of power or the witcher i want it to be a prime time it's here's our show we're putting our money into it Elder Scrolls TV series. Okay, yeah, I that I've got another one in my back pocket, but that was actually going to be one of my threes as the Elder Scrolls. So I'm okay. with you on this. I just don't want it on Netflix because I don't trust them <laughs> to uh, finish it, and I don't trust them to run it correctly. Just look at what's happening to The Witcher. Like, all these reports of Henry Cavill, who's just, like, in multiple interviews, is like, I'm the guy on set telling him, my character wouldn't do this. This would not happen. And I'm always I'm always going back and forth with the writer, saying, this wouldn't happen. Why are they doing this? And uh, he, eventually, he eventually just quit. He quit being the Witcher to go do something else, because he was upset with how it was being run. So, Netflix is, like, 0 for 4 right now when it comes to ad- adaptations, whether it's anime or... Or The Witcher or something like that. So, what what do you think would be a good service for the, the Elder Scrolls TV show? You know what? I I think Amazon, to be honest, for the most part. I for the most part, even though I was in the uh, with the the whole Lord of the Rings, I have like some misfeelings about it. At the same time, it was weird because it was like I didn't think it was bad. I it was just didn't cook me but man you got the series like the boys and uh several other mm-hmm. there's like i like the tick and i really think that would be a good pick to go to and they they have no problem with spending the budget hell they have expanse which is one of my favorite series so that's probably what i would go with i do appreciate how how seriously they took the rings of power show and i know it was it wasn't great. It was good enough, I think. You know, mm-hmm. like I like that term, good enough. Like it's good enough to keep watching or give it a, another season. Um, and I feel like it falls on. Uh, I don't. I don't know what that falls on. It's not like the acting was good. The directing was good. Maybe it's just 
Here's writing? my take on this. Uh, it, it's got to do a little bit with the writing, but it's more how they implemented. I they tried to show all the characters all off at the first episode, and I feel like it might have been a better idea to do the storyline on different views of it throughout the series, and they're all leading mm. to the single point and having like episodes focused on that rather than oh, I'm jumping through six different stories in one episode. That's so devil's advocate here. Game of Thrones did that. They did like, here's five minutes with this group of characters. Here's five minutes with this group of characters. Here's five minutes over here with these characters. And you just kind of got like five minute story arcs that were rotating each episode. So it worked there. I don't, I don't know, but I kind of, I like, but at the same time, a lot of times they were at the same place. Like when the first episode came out, they were all at, at the um, the up north, the oh, main yeah, castle Winterfell. there, Winterfell. Yes. I wonder if the problem is the, I, I'm going to take your idea here and kind of spin it a little bit. The idea maybe is that it didn't seem to be like a uh, a theme throughout each character story per episode. It was just like this is yes. happening over here. This is happening over here. I feel like with Game of Thrones, you could sense how one character's actions across the map would affect the others that you see coming up after that. You know, like, I don't know. Like, you yes, could see how they all tie together. Bring up a good point on that. The, the, it's the fact that they are all interwoven together playing their mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. That's hard to do. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so Elder Scrolls, though, like, there's so much. I don't want an adaptation of Morrowind or or Oblivion or Skyrim, mm-hmm. but I, I think I would want it set in Cyrodiil. Wouldn't you? Okay. Yeah, I I feel like Cyrodiil would be the best one, especially the fact that, if I remember right, with the map, it's the most central location, so you it can is. have the other worlds come in and leave and everything more fluidly with the storyline so that's why i would also i agree with you on said though yeah and i think i would have it set after you know skyrim you don't want to mess with the lore that's happened before because there actually mm-hmm. is like a deep lore they put a lot of work into the books that you read in the game and stuff like that i don't i wouldn't mess with that so i'd set it after skyrim and then you can bring in elements from oblivion like a, a Hellgate or whatever a, a oblivion gate opened up and it's causing trouble, and maybe there's some evil coming, and you got a group of, I don't know, like a group of people who normally wouldn't be bound together, Ooh. but here they are. You know, like you got a Khajiit teamed up with some some beggar boy in, I don't know. I'm going to make What's this out a bit like a sort of like a and d group, but I yes. was like, you could get several of the different uh, club uh, uh guilds that you join throughout the storyline like the fighter guild the thief guild and all that and you just sort of have them join up in a party together (laughs) like i said it sounds very D, but i feel like because everyone's got their favorite uh uh, guild yeah in the series and there's always one that's like and so that'd be a great way to just give a little nod to all the different fans. The different it's always like the dark brotherhood guild is always the most fun storyline to play through (laughs) it is It'd be cool, like, maybe you have someone who is trying to leave the Dark Brotherhood and they're on the run, you know, because you can't just, like, hey, I quit. I'm not going to be a Dark Brother yeah. anymore. So, I don't know. There's a lot There's a lot of potential in a good story there. I like it. Um, okay. 
What's your pick? What's your first option? So my first one off the bat, I am going to go with the Mass Effect one because mm. we've talked about it several times. And the, the series that I want to go with is I am going to basically have it as Mass Effect First Contact. Basically when the humans run into the Tyrians for the first time, when they were trying to open up and mess with the first jump gate. And the Tyrians... Uh, Tyrians am I saying it wrong? I think I'm getting the name wrong. I don't know. I've never yeah. played it. Uh, uh, and they're like, hey... What what are you guys doing? And basically, they their scouting fleet faced the whole of human uh, uh, fleet, and the humans won. And so the they were back. Uh, the aliens were backing off and trying to get their whole uh, rest of their fleet. And then the the council that control uh, it's basically the main governing body for the the galaxy was like, hold up, hold up, time out. And so I just think that would be an interesting time to explore because you have. I love the idea of like uh, humans just like it's their first time branching out and like exploring this greater world and be like trying to figure out stuff. Even though a lot mm -hmm. of the lore we already know, I feel like it's just cool to have that sense of exploration uh, and the technology growth. You know what you're reminding me of right now is that concept of humans branching out and kind of exploring the universe. Mm -hmm. uh, Enterprise. Yes. The Star Trek show from the early or late 2000s. Yeah. Where they were just like, we're the first ship to leave Earth and, and go explore and make contact. With. I thought it was... That's a neat idea. Okay, I'm, I'm in. Um, and what's cool about your idea is you can drop... Sure, yeah. You could drop little Easter eggs for fans that are like, ooh... Is this going to happen season two? Like little hints of like, well, I don't know. I figured it'd be pretty cool. Um, who? Uh, let me think. Who would you cast in the main role? And what would, the, what, what, what would the main role be? Uh, captain, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much a captain of a ship. Because I feel like you can't go with the storyline with uh, the uh, with Shepard, where he. He's a uh, basically like a secret agent for the government mm -hmm. because they're not part of it yet. But I feel like having a fleet commander or just the captain of like a a, a mid-sized ship that that would be a great way to bring the story light to light. John Ham. <laughs> there you go. All right, my number two is going to be well first of all Jared was supposed to be on but he's he's either on a good date or a bad date I don't know he couldn't make it in time but he did list his three and <laughs> I figured you're and this is a good time for me and you to say why they're so bad Jared said Chronicles of Riddick <laughs> like we're good we don't need any more Riddick movies like I'm good um Stargate I think that's actually pretty popular. I yeah, think there's, I, no, there's no reason why there's not another Stargate show happening. Yeah, and then going off the thing that I love, love, love about Stargate is the fact that Stargate's the only series I can think of where throughout the series, the humans start out, they're basically the same technology as we currently are now. Mm -hmm. 
And then you, towards the end of the series and everything, this is humanity growing out and branching out throughout the universe. And it's... Really? You, you don't see where, like, the basics of technology, where they're growing from, from that first fight, uh, uh, breaking down the technology of the, uh, the glider to where they now have huge starships and everything going mm-hmm. throughout the galaxy. So what is the difference? Because I didn't watch it. My, my dad was all about the sci-fi channel. I was too, but I, was, I didn't have the time. Or I did, I don't know. For some mm-hmm. reason, I, ne- I never got into Stargate. You had... I saw the movie, but Stargate SG-1 is the OG show, correct? Yep. And that's the standard. They're, they're based out of Earth, and they go and explore the different gates, uh, worlds, and everything. What was the next one? Uh, Stargate Atlantis would be the other Atlantis. one. Atlantis. That's the yes. one, yeah. And so that one is actually, they're outside the Milky Way galaxy. They're in the Adramon series, uh, galaxy, so... They're completely exploring a completely different galaxy, and well, hold on, hold on. I got some yeah. questions here. Is it this, it's a different crew? Yes, it's complete. It's a different crew, but they're still part of the same organization. So that's sort of the okay. the cool thing about the, the whole Stargate thing. They're all part of like uh, the same uh, military organization, everything, but yeah. they're just scattered and they have their own areas of control and everything. Is it? the same timeline or is it like yes, years same the timeline they they interact with each other and everything okay. on it and then you have oh hold on go talk more about stargate atlantis so, so like i said it's the andromon series andromeda if i can ever andromeda say it right galaxy. yes galaxy and uh basically it's this huge um like city that they found f- from the uh ancient so that as the series goes on they activate more and more of the city and they explore throughout the drama galaxy and they run into different threats because it is a different galaxy and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I think universe is like, they're lost out in the space somewhere. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. So universe is, uh, they're on a, a ship the whole time. It's this huge ancient ship, uh, Basically, they they had to evacuate from the planet they were on, and mm-hmm. that was like the quickest jump for them to get to was onto this ship. And so it's just about two hundred humans trying to get back home. Uh, they have communi- uh, late, uh like I think like halfway through the series, they get uh, communication back to Earth and everything. So they just give them status updates, and as this uh, spaceship travels through the galaxy. Okay. Did that was that as received as well, or uh, I don't remember exactly. I mean, I don't really hear anyone say negative, but it, I don't think it had the numbers of viewing that it needed to keep it. So that's why it ended rather suddenly. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say, just because I never hear anyone who really has anything bad to say about it. But at the same time, I, I guess it didn't get the numbers that it needed. Again, I'm going to bring it up. It sounds like a Star Trek Enterprise situation where, like, it didn't get the viewership and people kind of, like, poo-pooed on it because it was on UPN or something or it was just late. <laughs> it was, you know, it happened after the big three. It happened after TNG, yeah. DS9, and Voyager. And here's this new show. It's like, eh. It's, a, it's before everything. Like, what's going on here? It just the angle on it was so different. Kind of like the angle of Star Trek, Stargate Universe was so different from the previous two. 
where uh, but I feel I feel like it's you go back and watch it and you're like, oh, this was actually a really good show. Um while we're talking about Stargate, can we bring back Farscape? Um okay. Jared's third option was early twenty ten comedies. That's not specific enough to talk about. Comedies? Twenty ten comedies. So I guess he wants Ooh, maybe he's talking about movies before like everything was so PC. I'm guessing, like Hangover and. Well, I'm wondering and, uh, if he just means because we really don't get comedies nowadays in theaters. Like yeah, no. we don't get uh, what's the one Ben Stiller, Tropic Thunder. We don't get Tropic Thunder. We don't get Hangovers anymore. We don't get Super Bad. We don't get yeah all these kind of like rated R comedies. And just uh, yeah, because that that definitely hits more of the streaming now. We don't get it in theaters. That's true. Yeah, the the mid tier mid level movies really don't go in movie theaters anymore. Yeah, it's all blockbusters at this point. Uh, okay. So Jared, <laughs> not bad except for the Riddick one. Like with that, no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. I, I would have to have someone to explain more on why you, you what's with the Lord to, for Riddick to be to, to flesh out. They're more. making it up. As they go to <laughs> They're making it up. My second one. I think you're on board for this one too. I'm two for two. I promise you with this one. I want Star Wars to just be different or offer. Great. No, hold on. I want offer different things. You have this universe out there. That is just why not? Why not make a Star Wars horror film? Think about the possibilities. Horror, a horror star. Like maybe they're stuck on this ship, and there's just this Jedi who's been isolated on it for like a decade, and he's just lost his fucking mind, and he's just hunting them. Like I don't know. I'm just or there are there's some alien esque creature, you know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you like, definitely have plenty of monsters where you can make a interesting horror movie. Uh, that's just not my cup of tea. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, like, it's... you, you and Jared would do much better idea bouncing off ideas with this one right here. I feel like I just feel like they're afraid to do something like that. You know, like imagine the end of Rogue One, but the whole movie, like Darth Vader's just hunting you down on this ship. I don't want. I don't want it to be Darth Vader. I want it to yeah. be just completely disconnected. But yeah. I mean, if you almost in the same vein is like you could do some, maybe a movie about like uh, Jedi's getting hunted down by the Inquisitors, and like basically the Jedi's because they were hiding, they don't have the lightsabers, and so that makes it a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Or these are the they weren't really well-trained ones they were like padawans at the beginning and so it's 20 years and they're adults now but they're like uh, i don't know how to <laughs> use my force yeah. power. or or let's just brainstorm here you are a crew as a scavenger crew you know looking for sos calls of ships that are now like just floating in space or something because they're dead the crew's dead and you just scavenge what's there but you went a little too far and now you're in the unknown regions and you come across this empty ship and there's this whole creepy story there. I don't know. I feel like there's some potential there. All right. What's your second option? 
My second option, what I was going to go with, which I have a strong suspicion I might get now, especially of how good the Mario Brothers movies went. I am going to go with Zelda. It's like, it's shocking Mm -hmm. that we don't really get any media with Zelda because I feel like that would be such an easy sell for, uh, for, for, from Nintendo, but Nintendo likes to protect its IP very much. And if that movie's good, it's making a kajillion dollars. Yeah, I mean, just look how popular right now with the newest Zelda game, where everyone I know is talking about it and like having fun with it. And I'm over here like, I don't have a Nintendo one. Maybe I should get one just for the game. <laughs> I have three. So. <laughs> Well, um, I'm sure you're having fun with that game then. <laughs> oh, I haven't had time. I still got to play Dead Space, Resident Evil 4. I am behind. Um, okay, that's a good one. So would you want it to be in the same like like CG, like Mario, or live action, or a series? A live movie? action, I I don't know if I could just get the feel right for the live, live action. Just, I mean, I could go either way with the animation-wise if you had it... Uh, Almost uh, sort of like what was the League of Legends uh, Netflix series one? Um, oh yeah, 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 the one on Netflix. Uh, yeah. What was that? I didn't. I didn't finish that. Oh, you Arcane or something like Arcane, that. Arcane, yes, Arcane, yeah. So have animation like that, or go with the cell shading toony one. I, I feel like either way, you you get a good story and everything. It you're going to hook mm. people with it. So I think that'd I be the, one of the interesting things about it. Uh, I think that's the other thing that I like about it is uh, Zelda can be so flexible due to the whole history of it. Because it's like, well, w- in one way, yes, that is, you could definitely say that's a Zelda. But at the same time, it, it does its own thing every, every game mm-hmm. release, pretty much. You're almost always playing as a different Link. At mm-hmm. a different place in the timeline, like I don't know, yeah. Um, would you see it would be the first time we hear Link speak though, because you couldn't have him be quiet. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he, he's not going to be quiet. Yeah, I feel like he needs to talk, but, but I feel like you just get a good writer and everything, that's not going to be a problem. Oh, we were worried out about but... Mario talking, we'd never hear him talk in the games. I guess so. What I, I brought that up because I was thinking, like, who would you want? To purport, uh, portray the voice of Link, and I know you didn't have time to prep. But yeah, as, I, I think for me, it's this. I would prep. definitely more go not Chris because I was going to go the opposite. I was like, let's not do actor, but that's usually mm. how people sell it. You want to do a voice like, actor? Yeah, I want to go professional voice actor qualified, basically. Who's the guy who does a uh, Solid Snake? That'd be so funny. <laughs> um, that what, that be... is a weird... Yeah, because I feel like he needs to have a higher pitch voice. Oh, I was just almost, Yeah, I was like, for me, if if you're going to have a voice actor link, he's almost like, like late teens, early uh, mid-teens, yeah. I feel like, voice. You also, like, I kind of like the voice... Like, just like kind of a guy who kind of just like... The reluctant hero, like, I don't really want to go on this adventure, but I feel like I have to. You know, like, why am I the chosen one type of thing? And I can't, uh, Castlevania, the guy who does the voice for 
think that would fit Link, though? I always see Link more as like an energetic, like, hey! Uh, I would think for the movie, they, I guess it's a kid's movie, if it's going to be animated like that. I, I, mm. I more see like him getting into adventure and getting over his head than being a reluctant hero. That's how I would be more... Yeah, I'm picturing... I guess I'm picturing more of like an adult themed Link and not the Mario universe that's been created Link. So I was thinking like a Jon Snow type of character where he's like, I don't want it. I don't want to. I don't want the crown. You know, it's like, he's <laughs> like sorry, dude. The prophecy says you have to fucking go out there and do it, you know. Um, but I think I think I'm picturing a different movie. I think where you're going, it definitely makes more sense for him to be like. Oh wow! Look at all this. There's a new town. There's this girl. You know, just kind of like exploring and giddy almost. Uh, okay. My third option. There is a book series called What's well, Over. It, was, it ran had it had like 24 books within the series. It was Star Trek: New Frontier, and it was written by Peter David, and it is a branch off of that Voyager DS9 uh, TNG era. And uh, it's just a whole new crew, a whole new cast of characters. Um, they bring a, like one lady on um, from TNG. I can't remember her name right now, and Trekkies are going to hate me. But she wasn't a main character. She was just an admiral who showed up every now and then, and she joins the ship. But... Uh, I read like five books of this, and it might be my favorite Star Trek ever. It's such a fun cast of characters. Um, it's just wild. It's actually like a really funny show, and uh, it's a chance to have Patrick Stewart come on, de-age him a bit, and just introduce the show. Like, hey, like recruit this this guy to be a captain for this new ship. And it's not like an Enterprise type ship. It's his own his own special ship, but. Uh, I think it'd be cool to see these characters brought to life. And here's my pitch, okay? We don't need another Star Trek TV series at this point. It's just drowning. We're, we are too many already. Mm-hmm. But the movies, they don't. it's like they don't know what to do with the movies. They're still really stuck on, on this cast of Chris Pine and, and them. And so it doesn't seem like it's happening. And I'm thinking just give us a new... St- like, you could have this this series as a movie series just have an hour and a half two hour adventure with this new crew make us fall in love with them like we do with guardians of the galaxy like we fell in love with these characters and we just every time we go to the movies it's like oh cool another adventure with this crew so that's kind of what i'm looking for i don't i don't want a series any thoughts you're like yeah whatever i'll watch it <laughs> I my, my, I get I don't know if you just uh, covered it, but I didn't hear like w- what time period are you thinking about? Does this take place? So it, it takes place. Uh, so the first book uh, starts off with Picard, like the prologue, being asked, "Hey, who do you recommend to lead this new ship we have?" And he's like, "I think Calhoun should lead it." And he's like, okay. "Why?" And uh, Picard. Gives him all these reasons why. And he's like, because he did this and this and this. I know he's a problem. I know he's a troublemaker. But there's no better man for this job. And so it takes place during that era. So, yeah. But, I mean, you don't have to stick to the books. You could have it take place whenever, I guess. But, 
Yeah, it'd be. What you're saying you're, you 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 want to go venture off on a new ship with new crew and everything, and sort of like, yeah, you're still in the universe and everything, but don't have to rely so much on all the uh, other series. Legacy. Yeah, yeah some of the legacy. But what's cool is we never really got a follow up. Like DS9 took place. The second half of it took place after TNG, and then Voyager took place. You know, after that, it'd be cool to have another entry in that in that timeline. You know, yeah. and I, that's what this could be. Except it'd be movies. So, um, all four fans that know what I'm talking about are excited. Star Trek: New Frontier. What is your third option? And I already know what it is, but <laughs> I was going to go to like the 40k one you talked about in particular. I'm going to go with an interesting or, one. We talked about it before we started recording. So, why don't you explain what it is? Did we? I did. Well, yeah. I was going to go with the 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 forty k one with the Kaiyasu Kane adventures. Warhammer forty so, k, right? Yeah, Warhammer forty k. Yes, it's already it's, they're they're making a show though. I know, I know, okay. but this one I don't know if they're necessary uh, uh, making or anything uh, because usually the Space Marines are the ones that get all the glory and like inputs. Mm-hmm. This one is about. Uh, uh, a commissar, Kais Picane. He's a really interesting character. He, uh, commissar is like we don't really have them in the uh, U.S. military. It's more of like Soviet Union style, where they're the they're the political officer. They're they're making sure everyone's loyal to the to the government and everything, and they you know the rules and stuff like that. Aren't really the commanding, but what makes him interesting is. Uh, he's very charismatic character where he gets into a lot of trouble and always somehow figures it out. And everyone thinks he's absolutely brilliant for always figuring out. But inwards, when you read his thoughts and everything, he's just like a character who's like, holy shit, I should have died. I completely screwed up and everything. He's like the everyman. Yeah. And he's got a huge case of imposter syndrome. Even though he's faced mm-hmm. some of like the craziest monsters and everything that 40k lore has, and he gets this large following of people who just like, man, we trust you. We'll follow you anywhere. <laughs> he's like, really? I, I wouldn't That's trust dumb. myself and everything. So I just thought that would be an interesting storyline to go to and explore that at type of character. I don't think we've really seen in the big screen. Hmm. So, we we have enough brooding heroes, yeah. right? Leads of shows. I don't think we've had. Maybe we have. I don't know. I can't think of any. A character who fits that description as the main protagonist. Usually, they're like yeah. a companion, right? Yeah. So I think that's that's pretty neat. It'd be like a what's a Game of Thrones character that would be like that, huh? Or Star Wars? What's I'm trying to give me a comparison. I really franchise. can't think of another character that, because you don't really get in the inner thoughts for it, because that's one of the big things about it is the fact that because you're reading the basically it's them going over his memoirs, yeah. uh, and everything, and it's what his thoughts are on all all the things. Do you have any honorable mentions, or actually, before we do that, do you have anyone in mind you would want to play that role? Do I have anyone? <sighs> I'm bad at this. I just he's like not a space marine. He's not gonna be some jacked dude, right? I mean, he's pretty jacked because he's still pretty uh, 
uh, in the military. He's just not a refrigerator jack dude. <laughs> what? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Kaispin uh, Kane. The hell? How do you spell that? How? All right, let's see. It is C I A P H A S, and then Kane is C A I N. Okay. Um, he's from a book series, huh? Yep, he's from a book series on it. The hero of the uh, uh, the Empire. Why does he look ridiculous? Why is he wearing this outfit? He looks like he is about to invade Johnny Depp's pirate ship. <laughs> that I mean, that's that that's the uniform that the commissars wear. Okay. Um. Hmm. Fuck it. Let's just do Chris Pine. Chris Pine? <laughs> That's your answer? I can't think of it. Chris Pine. Although that well, might be an interesting pick, not going to lie, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because he can do the serious and he can do the comedic like panic that would be going through his mind and everything. Absolutely. In fact, I think he would have been a better Star-Lord than Chris Pratt, and I like Chris Pratt. So, <laughs> I think Chris Pine is the best Chris when it comes to acting. And and charisma on screen. So, um, cool. All right. Any honorable mentions? Uh, no. I think uh, nothing that's coming to mind at now, especially since you you took one of mine, and I had to come up with one quickly. All right. So I have I have one here. All right. I have two. You have this Mario movie that's such a success. Mm-hmm. Now. We shouldn't have to wait four more years for another Mario movie, right? <laughs> Why not make like uh okay, before I do this, I'm gonna say Hotel Transylvania was a popular series. They mm-hmm. have like the I think they have like these these spin-off movies that probably cost way less to make. They're straight on Amazon Prime. And my daughter loves to watch them because it's just more movies in that world. Why not do the same for a Luigi's Mansion movie? You know, like just in another like a year from now, we get a Luigi's Mansion movie on Amazon Prime that's an hour and fifteen minutes long. You know, like it's not serious like the big movie is, like Mario is. It's just like a fun little co- comedy story. Yeah, and the fact that you sit in the mansion that would help with production keeping it yeah. lower because you don't have to have so many different scenery and stuff like that. You're using a lot of the same assets and everything. You're using a computer. Well, not a bad yeah, idea. You already got the Luigi model. Like, what are we doing here? You know? Um, And then this will never happen. This is such a freaking pipe dream. And I don't even know know how you would do it and have it be (sighs) faithful because it's Shadow of the Colossus. It's literally 16 giant monsters you have to fight. There's no levels. It's just 16 boss fights. Yeah. But goddamn, you saw me play. You you played a little bit of it with me. Yeah. it's so, got a, it's got a small story, but it's good enough that like every time you get a cutscene, you're like, oh, finally, I earned this cutscene, and you kind of get roped into it. Yeah, because I know how to, we talked about before. Link needs to talk. The problem with this one is the fact that there's no one to talk to. Well, that that, and it's the fact that. I don't think you want to have him talk because what makes that series good is at the end where you realize like 
am I really the good guy in this story? That's what. That's why I like it, though. Is it yeah. really leaves you? So I'm trying like, to think, like, how do you pull guy? that on the movie thing? Because that literally at the end, it's sort of like, am I the bad guy? Because I've just been killing these monsters because I, just... and then realized, you know what? That maybe that wasn't the best thing to do. It'd probably have to be a TV series. I don't like know. A, like a limited series, just make it... Like each monster is an episode? Monster of the day? Yeah, <laughs> 16 episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That is an interesting one to would see. But, but I just don't off. know how you'd pull, pull it off with the real message that that uh, game was trying to pull off. Oh, there's a way. You could do yeah. it. I, I'm sure. Um, well, I'm not a writer, off, so that's why I'm like, I don't yeah. know how. <laughs> like, I'm intrigued by even trying to attempt it. Um, the, the game starts off with him carrying the girl on the horse into the forbidden land and placing her on the altar and then accepting the, you know, the task of killing these 16 divine beasts. But uh, what's cool about the show is you could you could go back and visit the village he was from and see what happened to cause her to die, you know? and you can see the relationship before he puts her on the altar, and you can understand why he wants to bring her back so much. You know, at what cost is it worth it? So there's a lot there you can. And my add question, because I was always wondering, is like, does he actually have a relationship? Or not they never her? tell you, but like, why else would he bring this 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 girl? I mean, he could be a little bit crazy stalker. You don't know. <laughs> what a twist of the series! She's like, oh. I'm alive. I mean, oh no, my stalker. Uh, honestly, if I would be doing it, that's always the direction I would go for. So he never was a good guy. He was always a creep. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would that pissed the fans off so much. Oh, I, no, there are plenty of people who think that way. If when you read the comments and everything about that series, mm. I haven't read those comments. I'm I'm talking about like you committing. Yeah. To this character for 16 episodes that you're just you're just really hoping pulls through and you're like wait i've been rooting for a, a freaking creep this whole time i don't know i don't know it, but it, i'm also it, it, a person who'd be like I, I like we could we could use a series where it's more stories with like oh am, do, do, do i cheer for this person or not yeah. like the boys yes Boys is a great example. Who who is am I trying to cheer for in here? Because some episodes you're like, that, that's not who I thought I'd be cheering for. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, why I uh, like the series. When I was trying to root for Matt Damon in the last movie, the the last duel, and then we see his wife's POV of the story, and you're like, oh, he's not the great guy I thought he was. You know, like I don't know. It's like I don't know who yes. I want. Who, who am I rooting for here? I guess I'm rooting for them all to die. Um, cool. All right. This was fun. This will go up soon. What well, I'm sure they it? know that considering they're listening to it. That's true. It's <laughs> happening soon. I'm not going to edit that out either. Um, cool. All right. So until next time, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys later. Later.